Are you ready for the end of the world? Mwahaha. This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit. Coming at you, as usual, live, local, and in your face on uh, Friday mornings from 10 a.m. until 10.30 a.m. All right, as you may have noticed, if you're a regular listener, I am not, in fact, or Danny Jimon. He is off doing his his exciting renewable and ecological work as usual. Uh, So I'm here to hold down the fort while he's away, and we've got plenty to talk about, so let's get to it. Today is the 281st day of the year. There are 84 days left in the year. So, yep, that's that's getting pretty far along in the year. We've got uh, some holidays for you. Uh, today is Alvin C. York Day and National Pierogi Day. Saturday is uh, Leif Erikson Day. Leif Erikson actually uh, is believed to have discovered, discovered quote-unquote, North America before any of the other Europeans did. Uh, UN World Post Day coming up tomorrow. Universal Music Day tomorrow. Now, for me, I listen. I either listen to or sing some sort of music probably every day. But Universal Music Day coming up on Saturday. It's also the birthday of John Lennon. Wonder if that's a coincidence or if they decided to cl- declare it Universal Music Day in his honor. It's uh. Let's see, and in, in Iceland it's Leif Erikson Day because it's his birthday, which is not too surprising. Alright, on Sunday we have the International Newspaper Carrier Day. So I guess if you get your newspaper delivered, that's a good day to give a tip to the delivery person. Uh, National Cake Decorating Day. So if, if you want an excuse to eat cake on Sunday, it's National Cake Decorating Day. Even if you don't, it is still National Cake Decorating Day. Sunday is Tuxedo Day. I've worn a tuxedo once in my life for my brother's wedding. It was pretty fun. UN World Mental Health Day coming up on Sunday, so I guess I've got to try to be a little less crazy on Sunday. Sunday is the birthday of Helen Hayes, the actress. It's also Grandmother's Day in Florida, and we can declare it Grandmother's Day in other places, too. Coming up on Monday, uh, there's there's some confusion and debate about what this holiday is. I, in my heart of hearts, know that Monday is Indigenous Peoples Day, but sometimes the calendar and even the the the, the, the legislation that the government puts out gets co- a little confused and calls it Columbus Day. But whatever it is, you get a day off of work if you work in most places, uh, but not all. Uh, a lot of schools get the day off too. And if, you, if you're also confused about it being called Columbus Day, you might want to ask your local legislator why, uh, why our government is celebrating Columbus Day instead of Indigenous Peoples Day. So let's see. Uh, Monday is also National Coming Out Day. Now, I usually don't get all that much into my personal life here on the radio show, but I do want to mention that I am bi. I am bisexual because I will not be on the radio on Monday to talk about such things. And a lot, a lot of people, the 
point of National Coming Out Day is for you to realize that there are many people out there who, who may have a different sexual orientation that you do, and that there is no reason to uh, harass them or think differently of them, that many people you love and respect may be this way. And it's a time for dialogue about issues related to that. So we also have, uh, coming up, Monday is the anniversary of Saturday Night Live. That's pretty exciting. Uh, it's also the birthday of Eleanor Roosevelt. And it's Native Americans Day in South Dakota. So South Dakota has, has recognized that maybe we should honor Native Americans on that day. <laughs> Let's see. More holidays. Got the... Uh, Free Thought Day coming up on Tuesday. Hopefully every day is a day for free thought, but if you've just been going along with the herd for the, the past, you know, couple decades of your life, Free Thought Day on Tuesday. It's also National Face Your Fears Day on Tuesday. So, day to think freely and face what, what you fear. Wednesday is Emergency Nurses Day. Now, nurses do a lot of hard work, uh, especially emergency nurses, so... They don't often get honored for that, but Wednesday, they will be honored. Wednesday is also National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work Day. So if you're there in the emergency room and you see a bunch of teddy bears hanging out, uh, don't worry, they're all celebrating uh, Emergency Nurses Day and National Teddy Bear Day together. And coming up finally on Thursday is Be Bald and Be Free Day. Uh, so I guess... In our, in our culture, there may be some social stigma around being bald or balding, and Thursday is the day to just let it all hang out and just be, be proud and be excited and be free in your baldness. Let's get to some local happenings, because we sure do have plenty of them. Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. Always an exciting event on Friday nights. And this week, they are cooking Latin foods with Carol and Flavia as part of SIUC Latino Heritage Month, sponsored by the Latin American Student Association. So that's coming up at 913 South Illinois in Carbondale, uh, tonight at 6 p.m., that's the Gaia House Interfaith Center. All right. We have coming up on Saturday, the Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market at the West Town Mall parking lots on the far west side of Carbondale. This happens from... Uh, from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday during season. And as you may have noticed, I mean, it is a pretty nice day out today, but uh, the days are getting shorter and the, the winter is approaching, so we may as well enjoy the farmer's market while it's still there. Uh, 8 a.m. to noon on Saturday. Also, uh, Saturday, one of our regular happenings, Vigil for Peace. They are uh, keeping vigil out there to bear witness to the costs of war and hold out hope for the future of peace. That's coming up Saturday, that's tomorrow at noon, at the Town Square Pavilion, uh, located at the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. 
All right, other happenings. This one's pretty exciting. The free public lec- lecture by Tibetan Rinpoche Kilong Jigme. Uh, Rinpoche is the fifth reincarnation of the realized yogi and scholar Jigme Nagotsar Gyatso of, of Zachuka Kam. After being recognized in Tibet at an early age, he was verified as a Jigme Nagotsar's reincarnation. And so now, since then, uh, he's, he's the head of the 260-year-old Kilung Monastery, which now includes the original temple, recently rebuilt monastic college, and nunnery. So outside of Tibet, he has numerous Dharma students, mostly in America and Singapore. So he's going to be speaking on Tuesday, Octo- uh, let's see, at the uh, Student Center Ohio Room. And this talk was sponsored by the Sunyata Buddhist Center, located at the Guy House Interfaith Center. Got some exciting music there. The music we're playing is from the... uh, the soundtrack to Superman Returns. Thought I'd get in there some uh, exciting superhero music. All right, we have the Election 2010 Candidates Forum. This is being put on by the SIUC School of Law and a few other partners, the United Nations Association, uh, the American Association of University Women, and the SIU School of Law. This is happening Tuesday, October 12th at 6 p.m., at the School of Law Auditorium. All candidates for Illinois Governor and Lieutenant Governor, as well as U.S. and State Senate and Congressional Representative seats, have been invited. Each participating candidate will give a five-minute opening presentation, emphasizing the campaign's three most critical issues and a specific process that the candidate will follow to achieve the desired outcome if elected. Now, since this has been not occurring at all of these types of debates, it's worth noting that Republicans, Democrats, and Greens have been invited. So the, they've actually invited all three of the parties that are on the ballot. That's coming up once again on Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the SIUC School of Law Auditorium. Uh, whatever your beliefs are, whatever your preferences are, you can come and listen to all of them and make your decisions about what you think about the election. Now, if you're a regular WDBX listener, you may have already heard about this event, but just to be sure, we're going to mention the details because it's coming up. Uh, There's a new event in Southern Illinois this weekend. It's the Sustainable Living Expo. Uh, The details of it are at www.shawneerc.org slash expo.html. The Sustainable Living Expo is being organized by the Shawnee Resources Conservation and Development Area and many partner groups. It takes place at the Dixon Springs Agricultural Center. There are workshops and presentations, and they're divided into four areas. And there's way too many to mention all of the individual workshops, but I like mentioning these areas because it gives you an idea 
of the overall character of the, the festival. Let's see. We have the Energy, uh, the Shawnee Energy Fest has teamed up with the Sustainable Living Expo, and we'll have lots of info about home weatherization for saving money and saving the environment. We have local foods, uh, from various gardening techniques to fish management to healthy eating on a budget. Everything in between. Category 3 is survival. Learn how to create family emergency plans, avoiding farm accidents, the hows and whys of neighborhood mapping, and more. Now I wonder if that's going to include survival of, this, of the zombie apocalypse. Probably not. It'll probably just be more serious forms of survivalism. And number four is conservation. This includes offerings on landscaping, wildlife management, timber production and protection, uh, as well as home recycling, composting, and vermicomposting. If you're not familiar with vermicomposting, that's when you feed things to the worms and they compost it for you. So if you want the full program, you can go to that website we mentioned before, shawneercd.org slash expo.html. And it's a big program, but it's all on there. Uh, the all-day Saturday event is free, and registered participants will be entered in a drawing for a beautiful quilted throw blanket. On Friday, tonight, there are eight pre-expo programs, and so then Saturday, there are more expo programs themselves. It's an exciting event over there at the, uh, uh, the Sustainable Living Expo over at the Dixon Springs Agricultural Center. Events tonight and tomorrow. More events coming up. October is GLBT History Month. Now, there's always more going on in GLBT History Month than we can usually fit on the program, but we'll see what we can do. We've got uh, coming up, uh, starting tonight, actually, the Laramie Project. Uh, through faithful reenactment of interviews with residents of Laramie, Wyoming, which I actually happened to pass through on my way out west recently, uh, this play relates events surrounding the 1998 death of Matthew Shepard, who, because he was gay, was the victim of a vicious assault. Uh, the stage company's production, opening the community theater's 29th season, will be directed by Jennifer Caudell and Sarah Dubach. Tickets are $15 for adults and 10 for students. For more information, you can go to www.stagecompany.org. It starts out uh, tonight at 7.30 p.m., they're showing tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 p.m., and on the 10th at 2 p.m. Also having showings next week as well, and we will mention those next week on the radio. We also have uh, the Homecoming Parade. There will be GLBT participation in the Homecoming Parade. 
And uh, I realize I haven't mentioned today, GLBT stands for Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, and Transgender. Uh, so this is the month celebrating the history of those identities. And they've got several things going on for the Homecoming Parade, but basically they're participating in the Homecoming Parade, and they have a tailgating event at 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at Sluky Row, SIUC. Going to have food, friends, and freebies including a commemorative color-changing cup. Now, I like those color-changing cups. You put in something hot or cold, and it changes the temperature. It's pretty fun. As I mentioned earlier, Monday is National Coming Out Day, observed on October 11th by... Uh, members of the community. Uh, it commemorates 1987 when 500,000 people marched on Washington, D.C. for gay and lesbian equality. So as a way of commemorating that, we have it time to talk about publicly such issues. Coming up on Monday. And we have time for one more happening. It's the Identities Films Fest coming up on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, the 13th, from 6... <coughs> excuse me. From 6 to 8 p.m. at the SIUC Brown Auditorium. You can join the Saluki Rainbow Network in exploring the many identities within the LGBT community at their short film fest. Uh, they'll be watching a few short films and discussing the identities re- represented in each. Once again, uh, Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., the Brown Auditorium at SIUC. That's it for both our GLPT History Month happenings and for our happenings in general this week. If you have happenings you'd like to send our way so that your happenings can happen because they were mentioned on the radio, uh, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. Hopefully easy to remember since my name is Treesong. You can also email them to the show address, which is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And if you're really excited about your event and you really want to know everyone uh, knows about it, you can email it to both. All right, speaking of excited, let's get to some of the news. In the news we have solar panels and a famous roof reunited. That's pretty exciting. The White House is going solar. Yes, that is a famous roof and a roof with a story about solar panels. Uh, Secretary of Energy Stephen Chu announced that the Obama White House will bring back solar power. 
removed decades ago by the Reagan administration. Quote, the number one question we get when greening the White House is whether we're putting solar panels on the roof. The Council on Environmental Quality Chair, Nancy Sutley, said in her introduction, uh, after noting the many practical steps the Obama administration has uh, taken to restore the solar energy industry in this nation, she announced that the, quote, the White House will lead by example by installing solar panels and a solar water heater on the roof. So uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, we have mentioned it before here on the show, but uh, not everyone's a regular listener. They did actually have solar panels up there during the Carter administration. It's, it's hard to even realize, you know, back back during the Carter administration, solar panels were more of a new thing. But Carter put them up there, and Reagan got in and said, well, maybe we don't need solar panels after all. Maybe we just need coal and oil and nuclear and can just throw away these solar panels in the trash. But now the Obama administration is switching that, and the White House will soon have solar panels. Exciting solar panel music there. So now, in a little bit of less exciting news, or I guess equally exciting, but more in a controversial way, this blows. The Exploding Kids Climate Video that everyone's talking about. Now, this is, this is a video that has to be seen to be believed. Uh, British climate group 1010, uh, which is, by the way, no relation to the 101010 Day of Climate Action, just... I guess we go on a decimal-based system, so sometimes multiple groups will use the number 10. But so this British climate group has stirred up a hornet's nest with a darkly humorous video. Now, some people don't consider it humorous at all. I have a dark sense of humor, <laughs> so I do consider the video humorous. I also realize how it is kind of inappropriate in a public dialogue about climate change. What this video shows is that climate doubters, including school kids, will be blown up in a bloody mess by pressing a magic button. And we don't mean bloody in the colloquial, colloquial British sense. Though they literally, they, they, they ask who's in favor of taking action on climate change and who isn't, and there's only a couple stragglers who aren't interested in helping stop climate change. And then somebody presses a button and they blow up. <laughs> so if you... If you do a search for this online, or if you get our email newsletter that we send out each week, we've got a link to that YouTube video. Climate activists like Bill McKibben are appalled and aghast, while climate deniers like Mark Moreno and Anthony Watts are having a field day. This was no seen-in-the-pants intern with a flip cam project, as the climate group explains. Uh, this new climate campaign, 1010, teams up with legendary comic screenwriter Richard Curtis from uh, from Four Weddings, Notting Hill, uh, co-founder of Comic Relief, and it's also from Age of Stupid director Franny Armstrong. 
So, and it's called No Pressure, because uh, no pressure is what they say right before they blow up the people <laughs> who don't believe in climate change. Uh, so it's also got celebrities in it, too. So it's not some random YouTube crank who decided to come up with this. It's part of where the controversy was from, the, the blowback, if you will. So the group 1010 has apologized. They realized it was a little bit offensive and took it down. But they said they won't be making any attempt to censor or remove the other versions in circulation on the Internet. So you can still go online and watch uh, climate deniers get blown up. But I agree with uh, I agree with Bill McKibben and some of the other people that um, th this approach to talking about climate change just distracts people because then it becomes about, well, was it okay for us to have this controversial video instead of it, what is the effect of climate change and how do we stop it? So it looks like we're almost out of time, but we do have time for uh, one or two of the headlines. The next one is Carlos in Hollywood. The madman actor chooses transit over driving in auto-centric Los Angeles. Imagine a successful young actor in Los Angeles who doesn't own a car. Not only that, he chooses not to drive because he'd rather interact with other human beings than speed down the freeway in his own private world. That's pretty exciting to think about a big Hollywood star doing that, and it's actually true. Vincent Car uh, Carthieser from uh, Mad Men, he plays Pete Campbell. He actually goes riding around on public transportation to get to work. So we do have one last story here, uh, Oil Apocalypse Revisited. Now, I know, I know we're supposed to think, oh, the oil spill's over, it's not leaking anymore, so why even talk about it? You know, let's forget about bad things that happened. But we don't always forget about bad things that happened here on Your Community Spirit. So we want to mention that a scathing report on the BP oil disaster was issued from a presidential commission. Um, it talks about all of the, the scope of the disaster, the chain of commands, where it broke down, the effects of the dispersants. So you can get more on that in our email newsletter. And you can also get the story about how once this commission released that report, the White House dismissed the report as being too controversial. So once again, this has been an exciting and informative, uh, for me, this episode of Your Community Spirit. Hopefully you've also enjoyed it and learned something along the way. My name is Treesong. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. Now, it's a nice, beautiful uh, fall day out there. I hope you get the opportunity to go out there and enjoy it. I probably won't be out there for all that long today, but as soon as I get off the radio, I get to go out there and have some fun. So I'll see you here next week on the radio.